that is Methodist, but he likes to go to the Baptist church from time to time. I guess he think we gonna vote for him if he come to the Baptist church. <laughs> Open your Bibles with me to the book of Romans. Romans at chapter number eight. Romans chapter eight and verse 37. Romans, the eighth chapter, verse number 37. Know in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Thank you. You may be seated. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I want to encourage my friend and my brother and those of us who are here tonight, simply with this word, we win. We win. When life's fitful fever is ended, we win. When time shall fall exhausted at the feet of eternity, we win. We are not fighting for the victory. We are fighting from the victory. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Getting ready to get here tonight, I, I was just, the television was on, I wasn't really paying attention until I, I looked at this last news story that had something to do with sports, and I'm not that much of a sports uh, person. My, my legs look like they're on the wrong side. Uh, I don't wear short pants because I don't look like I put together right. Uh, I play golf. I'm, I'm real good at that. I'm an expert at that. Uh, no, really, I'm really good at that. But I don't play no ghetto games like basketball and all that. And, uh, I don't play football because I don't like no men piled all on top of me. Uh, but I was just watching this little segment on the news, and uh, they were talking about these four champions uh, who were being fated by the city of Houston. Their names were etched on the street in front of the House of Blues, and they were given championship rings by the city of Houston. Uh, A.J. Foyt and Dan Pastorini and George Foreman and another man named Burke, I didn't get his first name, but they were fated by the city of Houston as all-time champions. Their names are etched in the street, in the, in the walk of fame in front of the House of Blues. And they were given expensive championship rings for they, they had conquered in their particular area of sport. They won. They were celebrated uh, by their particular sports area. And the city of Houston has decided to, to highlight them with championship rings, names and plaques on the Walk of Fame in front of the House of Blues to signify that they were winners. You and I will probably never see our names on the Walk of Fame in front of the House of Blues. Nobody will perhaps probably ever give us a ring, a championship ring to signify that we have been victorious in our particular area. But what does it matter if your name is not on the walk of fame in front of the House of Blues? What does it matter that you do not have a championship ring signifying that you have been victorious in your particular area of sport? Make sure your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life because when it's all over, 
God's not going to ask you whether or not you played football or basketball or ran track or played tennis or played golf. If when you give the best of your service, telling the world that the Savior has come, be not dismayed if men don't believe you. He'll understand and say, well done. When it's all over, he doesn't have to call me bishop. He doesn't have to call me doctor. He doesn't have to call me reverend. He doesn't even have to call me pastor. Servant of God, well done. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many things. We win. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Most of us are familiar with, with Romans chapter 8, verse 28, uh, which is the most famous verse out of that passage of Scripture. Uh, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. But verse 37 is really packed and, and powerful and impactful because when all the dust has settled, we are more than conquerors. Uh, when, when the fight is finished, we are more than conquerors. Uh, when the battle lines have been erased, uh, when everything God has called us to do has been done, when we stand before God, we stand before God to not be judged of sin because Jesus took care of that on the cross. But we stand before God to receive our reward at the beamer seat, at the judgment seat, because when we have completed our fight, we actually win. But I want you to see something in the text, that there's a realm in which we win. Um, that there's, a, there's a difference between coming to church and being a Christian. Uh, there's miles of difference between coming to church and being a Christian. Uh, I, I say to the people at Lily Grove, if you can be a Christian by coming to church, you can be a car by sitting in your garage. Everyone who says, Lord, Lord, shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Uh, it does not matter that your name is on the roll at Good Hope or Lily Grove. Is your name, if your name is not in the Lamb's book of life, if you have not been born again, you are not a child of God. If your parents are Christian, you are not God's grandchildren. If your wife is a Christian, you are not God's son-in-law. God has only children, and he knows who his children are. And you can't hide in the corner and hide in the crowd and pretend to be something you're not. God knows everybody who is his child. All of us have sinned and have come short of the glory of God, and all of us need the grace of God to save us. The only people in here who are above sin are the people sitting in the balcony. I, I, I thought you'd get that if I'd let it settle a minute. Uh, the only people above sin are the people in the balcony, and when they come down, they will be just as no good as the rest of us because all of us need mercy. All of us need grace. All of us need forgiveness. All of us need God to look beyond our faults and to see our needs but in spite of all of our unworthiness, we still win. Here is the realm. Here is the realm in which we win. The scripture says, nay, in all these things. That's the realm in which we win. We win in all these things. All what things? To answer that question, you've got to go back to verse 33. In spite of those who charge us, people will charge the elect of God and say that we are not really what we say we are. I wish I had a witness here tonight. People laugh at us for going to church. 
They say something's wrong with you for going to church on a Tuesday night. And you're crazy for going to church every time the door opens and every time the preacher says something, you're opening your mouth and you're in church and always in Bible study and going to prayer meeting and going to choir rehearsal and then you're always at vacation Bible school. They charge us as being fools. Uh, one of the founders of communism uh, says that uh, religion is the opiate of the people. Uh, that we are really not religious. We are just fools. Uh, we, we are not, there is no God. We are just deceived. We've been duped. Uh, we've been made fools of. And uh, everybody, I suspect, is a fool. It just depends on whose fool you are. Well, you, you can talk about me for going to church and call me a fool for loving God. I just believe that there is a God. I believe that God comes to see about me in the midst of my distress. I believe that God is looking out for me in the midst of my trials. I believe that God loves me if nobody else in Houston loves me. Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. Charge me for being a fool if you like, but I'm going to God's house because I believe there's power in the word of God. I wish I had two or three witnesses. There's healing in the word of God. There's hope in the word of God. There's deliverance in the word of God. There's help in the word of God. Who shall charge God's elect? In spite of those who charge us, we still win. Then we got to go to verse number 34. In spite of those who condemn us, we still win. Everybody in here tonight, if you'll be honest, you've got some scars on your back. Some decisions you wish you hadn't made. Some wrong roads you wish you hadn't traveled. Some words that came out of your mouth that you wish you could take back since you've been a Christian. I wish I had a witness here. And Satan is always condemning us. And then people who know us are always washing our face with what we used to be. I wish I had two or three witnesses here. I need an ex-addict in here tonight that God pulled you off the streets, sanctified you and forgave you, gave you a brand new life you ought to be able to testify, no matter who condemns me, God is for me. I need somebody here who's been divorced or had an abortion or had a marriage that went wrong or somebody here who's messed up in your life that there's some stuff you're ashamed to talk about. There's some skeletons in your closet that if you open the door, every last one of them would fall out right now. But God still lets you teach Sunday school. God still lets you sing in the choir. God still lets you preach the gospel. The devil might condemn you, but Jesus said, I don't condemn you. Whom the Son has set free, he is free indeed. There is therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Behold, now are we the sons of God. And it does not appear what we shall be. But we know that when he comes, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered the hearts of men the good things. I wish I had a witness here. I don't care who condemns you. God doesn't condemn you. I don't care who is against you. If God be for us, 
who can be against us in all these things we are more than conquerors we win in the area of them charging us we win when they condemn us we win in verse 35 when we are confounded by them people don't understand your praise they look askance at you because they know you from back then. Uh, they, knew, they, they know you from when you used to smoke together. Um, uh, you wouldn't leave till all the liquor was gone. Um, you, you, they, they know you when, when, when you wouldn't get up on Sunday morning because you'd been out since Friday. And they look at you and say, I know you ain't jumping up and shouting. Uh, I, I know you ain't around here talking about how good the Lord is. You better sit down because I know you. No, you knew me. But if you know like I know who it was that kept me, who it was that brought me, even when I didn't have sense enough to know him, he was looking out for me. I wish I had a witness here. Don't you let these people at Good Hope tell you how to praise God and dictate to you how you ought to give God the glory. You don't know like I know. You can't tell my story like I can tell my story. I don't look like what I've been through. God has kept me. All the dope I smoked, all the lies I told, all the mess I was in, and God brought me out, and you gonna tell me to be quiet? Negro, please. I wish I had a witness who could help me testify if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side. Uh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of fed up with, 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 with folk who are so tight and sophisticated. And, uh, you know, they, they, they got a way they look at you and, and the way they shake their head when they want you to know that they ain't with all that stuff. They do, I don't know. You know, they, 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 they've been to prayer with you. They work downtown with white people. It doesn't, it doesn't take all of that. That's too ignorant. Calm all that down. Oh, Lord, I'm going to sit somewhere else. If y'all going to do all of that, I can't be around all of that because it don't take all of that. Speak for yourself. It don't take all that for you, but it takes all of that for me because I'm riding like I wasn't riding before. I'm living like I wasn't living before because God's been good to me. I said God's been good to me. And I need somebody else who know that God brought you out of that shotgun house. God brought you from a situation that almost killed you. And now here you are in the presence of the living God and you are free enough to tell God, thank you for all you've done for me. Thank you for the many ways you've made for me. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your power. No, in all these things. That's the realm in which we win. But the reality of our win, as I hurry, we are not just conquerors. We are more than conquer. 
I ought to go up to George Foreman right now and punch him in his mouth. And tell him, give me that ring. I'm more than a conqueror. Now I know you're going to have to come see me in the hospital. But I'm more than a conqueror. That, that, that word translated more than a conqueror in the text is the only time this word appears in the New Testament. It means we gain a surpassing victory. It means to be completely victorious. To carry on an overwhelming victory. It means to be a super conqueror. Not just going up a hill, but going up a hill with a 50-pound backpack on. Not just climbing up a mountain, but climbing a mountain with a 50-pound backpack on, breathing heavy, struggling hard, but you make it, and when you get there, you're just as strong at the top as you were at the bottom. More than a conqueror. Brothers and sisters, hear me. I got nine minutes and three seconds left. Some of us will never become all the Christian God wants us to be because we can't take nothing. We're too squeamish. We're we 90 pound Christians. Can't stand nobody talking about us. Uh, leave the church if things don't go your way. Talk back to me if you can. Uh, uh, get mad and get out the choir if they don't let you sing a song. And, and, and I'm looking for you in my choir, you singing that Wheeler, Wheeler Avenue choir. Uh, and I thought you was teaching Sunday school at Lily Grove. You over there at Ralph's church, over there at the church without walls. Just, just can't take nothing. Everything hurts your feelings and everything upsets you. And we got to be careful how we talk to you because you are just so fragile. Grow up! When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I understood like a child, but when I became a man, when I matured in my faith, I put away childish things. Care nothing about you don't like me. You don't pay my bills. You don't feed me. I wish I had a witness here. You don't want to sit by me. I don't care nothing about you sitting with me. I wasn't born with you. You're not my twin. I don't care if you don't want to ride with, I call myself on my house phone with my cell phone. Learn how to take yourself to lunch. Take yourself to the movies. Pat yourself on the back. Be satisfied in your own skin. God made you who you are. And if anybody asks you, who I am. Tell them I'm a child of God. More than conquerors. A.W. Tozer says it is doubtful that God will use you greatly until he's hurt you deeply. Just as it takes time and heat and pressure to transfer, transform coal into diamonds. It takes time and heat and pressure to make a strong Christian. You got to cry sometime. You got to go through something. Your back got to be up against the wall. God got to show up just in the nick of time because it takes time and heat and pressure. And when the heat is on, when the pressure is on, 
you can say like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. King, we're not careful to answer you in this matter because the God we serve is able and he will deliver us out of your hand. But if not, we are still not going to bow. Have I got a witness here? You can say like Daniel when King Darius looked down in that lion's den and said, oh, Daniel, has your God been able to deliver you? Daniel shouts up, oh, king, all night last night, God kept me in this lion's den. I need somebody here who's been in a fiery furnace. I need somebody who's been in the lion's den to help me testify. God will dry your tears. God will answer your prayers. God will come to your rescue. God will make a way out of no way. That's the realm of our win. I got four minutes and 22 seconds. That's the reality of our win. But finally, I want to give you the reason we win. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That's, that's the reason we win. You don't win because your daddy was a deacon. You don't win because your mama used to sing in the choir. You win through him who loved us. I got three minutes and 37 seconds to talk about him. You, you, don't, you, don't, you, you don't mind if I talk about him, do you? He, he's Adam's redeemer. He's Abel's vindicator. He's Abraham's sacrifice. He's Noah's ark. He's Moses' bush on fire. You don't mind if I talk about him, do you? He's Joshua's battle axe. He's Gideon's fleece. He's Samson's power. He's David's music. He's Solomon's wisdom. He's Jeremiah's bomb in Gilead. You don't mind if I talk about him, do you? He's Ezekiel's wheel in the middle of a wheel. He's God's only son. He's Mary's baby boy. He's James and Jude's older brother. You don't mind if I talk about him, do you? He's Matthew's king. I wish I had two or three more witnesses here. He's a rock in a weary land. He's a shelter in a time of storm. I wish I had one or two more witnesses. You could help me talk about him. Now under him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding great joy. You don't mind if I talk about him, do you? Now under him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can even ask or think. You don't mind if I talk about him, do you? He's a rose of Sharon. He's a lily of the valley. He's a bright and a morning star. He's a way out of no way. He's a friend when you're friendless. Bread when you're hungry. He's a doctor in a sick room. He's a lawyer in a courtroom. He's a bridge over troubled water. He's distinctive in supernatural capacity. Superlative in sovereign majesty. Exclusive in spiritual beauty. Radiant in eternal splendor. Matchless in supernal deity. He's the God of gods. He's the prince of princes. He's the fairest of 10,000. He's the bright and the morning star. He's the day spring of Israel. He's the desire of all nations. He's the lamb of God. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Y'all know him, don't you? You don't mind if I talk about him. He walks with me. He talks with me. Tell me I am his own. And the 
through people being confounded of us Paul said I'm persuaded that neither life nor death angels or principality things present nor things to come nothing shall separate me from the love of God Nakedness, peril, the sword. Paul was let down a wall in a basket, run out of town by his own kinfolk, received 40 lashes minus one, stoned and shipwrecked, suffered a day and a night in the bosom of the deep. But he writes a letter to his young understudy Timothy. And says, Timothy, try to get to me. Come before winter. Stop in Troas and get my books. Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world more than the one to come. Only Luke is with me. Bring young John Mark with you. He's profitable for my ministry. But if I'm not here when you get here, I have fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. Henceforth, there's a crown waiting for me. And not only me, but all those also who love his appearing. Nay, 
in all these things we are more than conquerors somebody might be here tonight who's never trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior somebody invited you to come to church and you had no idea that the Spirit of God would move in your heart and in your life you were raised right your mother and father brought you up in the fear of God but you straight away you've backslidden I need to tell you tonight God is in love with the backslider if you're here tonight you don't have to wait till Sunday morning you can come right now my old pastor used to say while the blood is running warm in your veins the scripture says seek the Lord while he may yet be found call upon him while he's yet near and he'll hear you before you call him and he'll answer while you're still speaking as the choir sings tonight if that's you if you're in the balcony wherever you are listening to my voice do it now God loves you and he's given you the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ therefore be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain new mercy invitation has been extended to you and it is yours always to receive or to reject our brothers will come now and we will receive the offering however you receive the offering here at Good Hope whoever, whomever is the persons who, who are in charge of that uh, pastor we have a check here for you for $2,000 from the Lily Grove Church to celebrate with you in your 25 years we would have brought 2500 but we've got to pay for this building that we just built. So you better take this 2000 and go sit down somewhere. <laughs> Let's bow in a word of prayer. Gracious God, our Father, thank you for your God-man that you have given to this church to give them leadership to Bless week in and week out with his spectacular preaching gift. Thank you for Good Hope Church and its membership. We pray now that you would forever keep them a city that sits on a hill 
Bless every hand that will give in the offering that no bill go unpaid, no responsibility unmet because we have chosen to trust your promises. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, come on with some shouting music, that's it. Some giving music. Black folk give better when you hear music. Come on, let's thank God for Dr. Terry K. Anderson. Appreciate him so much. I want to thank him for coming and for the good people of Lily Grove and throwing another log on the fire. Uh, man, I was I was hoped by that message today. Yeah, I just I just wasn't helped. I was hoped with that message, and uh, thankful to the Lord for that. Um, couple of families we want to remember in prayer. Uh, we want to remember the uh, Ballard family. Uh, his fiance sent me a message. He's a new member. And uh, Andre has been in the hospital since June the 12th. He's had 12 surgeries and scheduled for another one tomorrow. And, um, and then today they had to put Andre's mother in hospice. And so we want to keep the Ballard family and Rice family in our prayers that um, God's healing power would move on their behalf. Amen? Amen. I'm sure you know many others who are standing in the need of prayer. And uh, I'm listening to the pastor tonight. And the truth of the matter is, you know, there's no testimony without a test. And, and a lot of times we want to bypass the test and just get to the testimony. We want to shout without the suffering. Um, but how many of you know that that's what makes the shout that much sweeter? Sometimes you've got to shout your way through and shout your way out. And then when you look back, you don't have to wonder how you made it over. You know it was nobody but the Lord who brought you through. And so uh, let's remember the Ballard family in our prayers. Um, Got to give a special shout out tonight uh, to a man who has been instrumental in my being here at this church. He was chairman of the pulpit committee when I came and has stood by my side every step of the way over the 25 years. And that's none other than the lead servant of our deacons, Deacon Norman Tibbs, who's, listen, today is his birthday. Stand up, Deacon. Well, we're singing happy, happy 
Happy birthday to you. <laughs> well, we're singing happy. Oh, Lord, happy birthday to Happy birthday, Deke. Man, we love you and appreciate you. I, I don't know where else you would be except in church tonight. I don't know where else you want to be. Probably in bed. Amen. I understand. <laughs> well, I appreciate you and Sister Tibbs so much, man. We thank God for you, and I hope and pray you have many more. I tell you, man, what a blessing. Yeah, what a blessing. Uh, don't forget, I think, uh, Brother Ward, y'all doing tickets tonight? Okay, so those of you who have not gotten your tickets for the banquet on Saturday at Bell Tower, now I told y'all I went by, man, and I, I, boy, I sampled that food. Ooh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Amen. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. We're going to have a great time celebrating that Saturday night uh, on the 29th, on Saturday night. And so make sure you get your ticket amen make sure you get your ticket and uh we want to see your face in the place that's going to be saturday at 6 p.m saturday 6 p.m tomorrow night is our last night of our three night pastoral anniversary revival and tomorrow night dr terrence grant malone of the saint john baptist church on emancipation will be with us and uh we're looking forward to god blessing us on tomorrow night. Man, how many of y'all were blessed tonight? Lord, Jesus, I know that's right. Well, well, here's all I'm going to tell you. If you were going to miss a night, you should have missed tonight. If you got to miss a night, you should have missed tonight. But since you didn't miss tonight, come on out tomorrow night. All right? Lily Grove, thank you all so much, man. Choir just came over here and showed out. I just came over here and just showed off. Thank you all so much, man. Appreciate you all so much. Officers, members, and friends of Lily Grove, thank you so much. Sister Anderson, great to see you. Thank God for you. And um, I think we're about ready to go. Amen. Pastor, come on, give us a final word and benediction. And uh, you don't have to go home, but <laughs> we're going to get up out of here. Amen. Let's all stand. Every head bowed. Our Father, thank you. We realize that the only thing we have going for us is you. In you we live. We move and we have our being. Again, we want to thank you for Pastor Cofield and for the wonderful members of this church. Give them long life together that the kingdom might be expanded here on earth. Give us a peaceful night of sleep. May nothing disturb our rest. And if it pleases you, wake us up in the morning. But if we don't wake up on this side, we want to see your face. Thank you for your saving grace. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the strong name of Jesus Christ we pray, amen.
amen. Show at least three people some love before you leave. Don't count the folk you rode with. Come on up and let Pastor Anderson know how much you were blessed by his preaching and teaching on the night.